When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig, inspiring kid confidence. On the Brown Bears Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Welcome to the Brown Bears Podcast. Now, here's your host, Scott Cordishi. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of our Brown Bears podcast. I'm your host, Scott Cordishi. Glad you could join us. The Brown Bears podcast you can find pretty much anywhere you get your podcasts on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, and we try to come your way each and every Friday, and we're happy to be back with you this week, and we're thrilled to be joined by the champions of the Ivy Classic. They won it last weekend, the Brown Women's Gymnastics team with us, and let's say hello to their head coach, Brittany Harris. Brittany, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing great. Well, congratulations on the Ivy Classic Championship. Thank you. Appreciate right. it. We'll talk more about that in just a moment, but you brought three of your captains with us. We have Lauren Lazaro, a senior from Wellesley, Massachusetts. Lauren, how are you? I'm doing fantastic. How are you? I'm doing great. Well, thank you for being with us, and congratulations to you as well. Thank you. Uh, Jasmine Lee, fellow senior captain from Bremerton, Washington. Jasmine, how are you? I'm doing great. Thanks you so much for having us. Well, thank you for being with us. And Abby Contello, a senior from Baldwinsville, New York. I know where that is because I went to Syracuse. Abby, how, how are you? I'm doing fine. Glad to be here. Well, thank you all for being with us. Congratulations on winning the Ivy uh, Classic. Let me see. First time since 2016. Is that correct? That is correct. So tell me about it. What was it like, the whole experience? Uh, you have to be happy, I would imagine, with your team's <laughs> performance. Yeah. No, um... With that being just my first Ivy Classic, it was very energetic. Um, I just I just love competition, and I feel like when we started out, even in warm-ups, everyone was just calm and relaxed, and 
and determined and we you know we spent Monday as we call it, like manifest Monday but setting our goals of what we want to focus on during the week and then we implemented those goals and you know it we just took everything one skill at a time one skill at a time one routine at a time and just really celebrated every moment and we were locked into our, our bare den is what we like to say we weren't really focused on the competition or anyone else in the room but but yeah. each other and you know the outcome is is what it is so it was it was just a fun meet all around lots of energy um and a very magical moment to do it you know in the piz so jasmine you're all seniors so this is your first ivy classic victory correct yes it is so how cool was that how special particularly for you because you all missed a year due to COVID, right? No no season due to COVID, so you missed one season there. You missed last year due to injury, too. So how, how neat was it to be able to compete in and celebrate an Ivy Championship? It was just yeah. unreal. It, it just feels so good to be back out there with the team. The environment and the culture is so positive, and everyone has each other's backs through the whole meet, and I just feel super grateful to be able to be out and competing again. Lauren, how about you? What was it like for you? It was so surreal. I, I still can't believe it. Um, but most importantly, it was so rewarding because this group has really put in so much dedication this year, and to see it pay off is so special. Abby? Yeah, it was an amazing meet. I mean, we're really peaking at the right moment in the season, and I think having the mentality of having nothing to lose for this meet really allowed us to shine. Lauren, I'm going to come back to you. This team went unbeaten at home this year um yep tell me about that I mean you know obviously you guys performed very well here at the pits uh that had to be cool not losing a meet yeah it's a great feeling um I know personally I absolutely love competing at the pits um and I think that goes the same for the entire team we love having our home fans our home crowd packing the pits like we uh we like to do and uh especially having the hype squad this year that's yeah great incredible and having you know everyone there supporting us it's been so fun and so being able to go undefeated at home is it's another special thing for this season abby uh vault bars or beam what's what's the preferred choice of yours definitely bars yeah why uh, there's just this feeling when you're in the air and doing your releases that you can't get on any other event for me at least jazz i mentioned um you missed a season due to COVID. All of you did. You missed last year due to injury, but you've competed in the last four in the bars. How does it feel to be back out there after such a long layoff? Yeah, it feels good. I definitely felt a little bit of the nerves and the pressure getting back out there at the beginning. Um, but I started building my confidence, and I just kept telling myself, like, this is what you've been wanting to do for the past two years. So just try to enjoy every moment, do every routine for you, because... Um, at the end of the day, I think that I kind of get, yeah, I put my, a lot of pressure on myself, but I'm just trying to um, take it all in and enjoy it. I understand your dad was a gymnast in college? Yes, he was. What events? He, as far as I know, competed all of them. Um, some of them he was better at than others, but yeah, he told me some funny stories of one time he was on the Palm Morris and fell off seven times, so I don't <laughs> think that was his strong suit, but... Um, I think he's better in the coach's role than the, the co competitor's role. All right, role. so since you bring that up, he coached you in club gymnastics. He what did. What was that experience like for you being coached by dad? Is that a good or a bad thing? It was a great thing for me. I think we did a really good job at separating the coaching from the parenting, and we were able to keep the gymnastics at the gym and then just focus on family time when we were at home. 
I was super lucky to have him as a coach and he just cultivated such a special environment and such a positive philosophy so I wouldn't have had it any other way. Lauren bars beam or floor for you? Absolutely floor there's no feeling like it um, just getting out there and performing and showing off and doing your flips that is definitely where I thrive. All right who wants to answer this hard question? What was it like playing for coach or what is it like competing for coach Harris? We had a coaching change this offseason, right? And sometimes that can be unsettling as a student athlete because there's that element of the unknown. You were used to Coach Carver Milne, who did such a great job, and now Brittany comes on board, and we see the fantastic job she's doing. What was this whole change like for you? Who wants to tackle this one? I can start. Yeah, she definitely brings the energy, both in practice and competition. Um, it's just such good vibes all around, and we have – so much fun during practice which just makes us want to work harder um, and then at competition she's right out there with us dancing and screaming um, and so is that how she hurt her knee <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't want to admit it, but probably <laughs> but it's been good absolutely it's been great all right abby same same question to you yeah i mean the way Brittany's been able to adapt to the family dynamic that we've had and to step in off of the momentum from last season it has just been incredible and she's been a great leader for us. Jess, let me ask you this question. So when you found out that Sarah was leaving for Auburn, right? Yes. Um, I'm sure that had to be an uneasy feeling for you, right? You know, oh, geez, I've got one year to go. My, my coach is leaving for another job. Tell, take me through what was going through your mind and what your feeling was at that time. Yeah, I think it came as a bit of a shock to all of us. We had no idea that she was going to be leaving. So definitely we were in this huge period of uncertainty and we're like, oh, this not quite sure what was going to happen next. But having Brittany step into the role has really been the best case scenario. And we're super lucky to have her and her expertise. All right. So, Brittany, tell me about your adjustment to taking this job, right? You were a head coach for... Um, Wait a sec. Well, at Centenary last year, correct? Yes. All right. And by the way, do you know who one of the most famous Centenary alums is? He was a former NBA star. One. Oh my gosh, I do know. He won multiple NBA He's titles with the, the Boston Celtics. And and totally Robert Parrish. Yes. Yes. That's <laughs> I know that is. because I grew up a Celtics. I remember the stairwell. So. <laughs> I used to pass it all the time. So anyway, so you come to Brown, you take the job, and obviously you're dealing with dealing with new student athletes. How important, first of all, is it for you to get complete buy-in? from these three young ladies and the upper class women that are part of the program? Yeah, um, I feel, I mean, it was definitely a, a big change. Just I've never been this far in the Northeast ever and then being in the Ivy League on top of that. Yeah. Um, but last year when I was with Centenary, I was at the USAG Collegiate National Championship and I was able to watch Brown compete and all the success that they had. Um, so I, I know I knew what they were capable of. So when the opportunity presented itself, I know that's something that I wanted to be a part of. And, you know, just from meeting – I originally met with the captains, you know, via Zoom, um, and they asked them just some great questions. Uh, and I just I – just, I know what experience that I was given at Oregon State from my coaches, and that's what I wanted to give to them. I want them to enjoy college, enjoy, you know, their – victory years of gymnastics and you know I wanted to make it fun but also put the put the hard work in because when you you know give it everything you have hard work uh, leave everything out on the mat every competition you can walk away with your heads held high and, and no regrets and um, I was able I love that they were able to allow me to be myself because yep. I am 
I would say, a unique coach. Um, I, I dance. I, you know, I'm cheering all extra loud. Uh, and I, I always tell them when they're competing, I'm out there with you. So I feel like I'm feeling every moment and every movement that they're doing. But, um, you know, it, it's just been it's been great. And I feel like the first step in, you know, creating a team and cultivating, you know, a new culture is building those relationships. So I wanted to get to know them as people first. And, um, and the gymnastics just just happened, but you know it, it's been great. I've I've enjoyed every moment of it this season, and I can't wait for um, how the rest of the season unfolds. So you talk about zooming with the captains, and they ask some interesting questions, like what? Oh, just like scheduling and how I wanted to conduct practices, and um, but I also did it from a perspective of like a D a Power Five perspective, or you know a D two and D three, but. At an Ivy League, you know, academics come first, so I wasn't used to practicing in the evening. So just even learning about right. the different adjustments that I had to make gymnastically um, is more just like a get to know each other slash how do you feel about different things and, and how do I like to plan out and schedule and, and all that stuff. So just, just little logistics really here and there. Um, but I loved how they just had like they came in with, Hey, what can you do? What what are you, what are you like? Who are you essentially? Um, and I feel like everything and all the answers I gave them, they were like, "Ooh, yes, okay, great." <laughs> Lauren, what was it kind of like? Was it a nice two-way conversation, right? It wasn't a new head coach coming in saying, "Well, hey, this is the way I do things, and this is the way we're going to operate." It sounds like Brittany wanted to get a lot of feedback from you all to find out how you do things, so that maybe she could adjust her coaching style to fit your needs. Yeah, definitely. We wanted to make sure that the transition was as smooth as possible, both for Brittany and for our team. Um, and so we just wanted to get like on the same page with some things and you know rack her brain, see where she was at and what her ideas were on certain things. So, um, Abby, uh, you were born in China mm -hmm. before moving to the United States. I know I've had this conversation yeah. with you before. Third in the bars at the Ivy Classic, is that correct? Yeah. Okay. And you did well at the quad meet in Long Island as well. Yeah, I, so I had a season high there, and then just this past weekend I, I tied that. So it's been a great two weeks, I guess. Yeah, I want to ask you all, too, what, what are you concentrating in? Are you still a biology concentrator? Yes. Okay, is that like with the understanding, what, like on a pre-med track? Or? Yeah, yeah, um, I'm going to be applying to medical school this summer, so. Okay. And how about you, Lauren? What's your concentration? I'm applied doing, math? Yeah, applied math with a concentration in biology. So dual concentration? Or it's it's technically just one. Okay. And is that also on a pre-med track? Or? No, I'm planning to get my uh, master's in biostatistics. Okay. Dad, Dad, when do you start applying, or have you already started applying? Yeah, I actually have already gotten into um, a couple schools. Uh, yeah. So you have good choices. Yeah, I do. When will you make those decisions? Soon, hopefully. Mm -hmm. Yeah? Yeah. Can you tell us what the schools are? Well, my top not? choice that I got into right now is Columbia, so I think that's where my head's at okay, right now. Okay, staying in the Ivy League. Yeah. I mm -hmm. like it. I like it. Uh, Jazz, how about you? I'm studying neuroscience and will also be applying to med school this coming summer. Okay. So um, how when you say applying to med school this summer, was that is that with the understanding of going to school next fall? Or? No, I'll be taking a gap year doing some clinical research and then starting in the fall of 24. Okay. When the three of you look back at your Brown experience, what do you think? What comes to mind? What feelings go through your body? 
grateful. I'm so grateful for this opportunity um, and to be on this special team and travel all the places we've traveled um, and now have a huge championship under our belts. Was it everything that you hoped it would be? I mean, I know COVID kind of broke up your college career, and that's unfortunate, but other than that, was it everything that you wanted it to be? Yeah, to the best it, it could be, I think, and I knew coming to Brown, I wanted to form really good relationships, and I definitely got that with our class. Jazz? Yeah, I definitely think, as you've heard many times in the past couple of years, we've had to toil through some unprecedented times, but I'm super lucky to have the support system that I've built in the team and outside of the team, and yeah, I feel really satisfied with my time here at Brown. In terms of, I, I always love to ask this question, the open curriculum, was there like a, a really interesting class that you took outside of your concentration that you look back and like, well, that was really cool. I'm glad they have the open curriculum here at Brown so I could take that class. I took a history on intercollegiate athletics. So to kind of see how different programs formed um, across the nation was really cool. I took a philosophy class my freshman year freshman fall called existentialism and the meaning of life um, that was a new way of seeing the world so that was interesting I also took a really awesome class in the education department on inside on higher ed that I really enjoyed so I'm happy to have been able to explore outside of my comfort zone did you figure out the meaning of life because if you did can you share <laughs> yep, it? still working on it <laughs> Lauren how about you any interesting classes that were out of the norm no classes come to mind but uh, my teammates always make fun of me I really did take advantage of the open curriculum because I went through about five or six majors before I decided on applied math and biology um, I started out as like environmental science and then uh, did some like computer science and physics and regular biology before I settled on math so um, I was really able to you know enjoy all of it. When, when is it by the end of your sophomore year you have to declare concentration yeah. mm -hmm. and then you're allowed to change it? Yeah you can change it after I definitely pushed it right to the deadline before I decided uh, <laughs> what I was gonna do. So Brittany you're, you're losing these three seniors, I think there's a total of five, right? Ella and yeah. Carolyn Vanzant are also seniors as well. Um, what has this senior class meant to you in your first year as head coach, and how much are you going to miss the three of them, or I should say the five of them? Yeah, um, you know, I've told them this is, you know, I've, I've experienced a few, you know, senior classes um, in my coaching history, but I feel like this is the first senior class that I feel like super connected with, and I've told them, you know, like, I, 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 I don't want them to leave. I want them to have four more years. I want to keep going. Um, but just they were just so open to change and welcoming and very helpful. Even when I would ask questions, how they responded was very just like, oh, well, let's – well, we do it this way because X, Y, Z. And they just took time to explain stuff to me to where I, I understood the Ivies or what, have, what was done in the past. Um, but just their, their leadership inside of the gym, um, their work ethic, their laughs, uh, just them, they're just great human beings. And, you know, their presence will definitely be missed once so they graduate. did they, more importantly, did they help you, I guess, establish the culture that you're trying to implement or the vision that you have for this program? Did, did they kind of help you in, in that respect? Yeah, um, 
I feel like it was just a collaborative effort of just okay how I, I'm I'm new um, what is your how have things been done in the past what about this if I suggest that how would it be taken um, but you're new but you're a very experienced yeah. accomplished gymnast yourself right right, right so right, you right. know a lot of the right things to do or what you want to do correct or but what learning you it think for will Brown. make your team successful right right but learning it adapting it to here to Brown yeah that was just one of the biggest changes that I'm still even learning. Um, I always tell them it's my freshman year, so, you know, I'll, I'll get it together. <laughs> um, but just, they were just very, they provided guidance for me as I was guiding them as well. So I feel like it was just very, it's a fun class to work with. And, and if I needed something, you know, presented to the team, it's easy to just tell them like, hey, could you guys do X, Y, Z, or could you let them know? you know, this is what I need done or whatever. Um, but just, it's very helpful as a coach to have such great seniors um, when you're coming into a new environment. So yeah. it was just, it's just great. And I wake up every day with a smile on my face, ready to get to work and make it the best experience for them as possible. So as we record this, you are all preparing for a quad meet down in Maryland on Sunday. Is that correct? Yep, that's um, correct. So when we leave town for that, Saturday or Friday? Yeah, we leave Saturday morning. Okay. Um, and then we'll spend the day down in Washington, D.C. area, uh, and then we compete on Sunday at 1 p.m. And then is there one more meet? Is it UNH after yes. that? Yes, and, and that's, then, a, that's a day trip. Okay. And then after that, we have conference GECs okay. on March 18th. Okay. Um, so it's winding down for a close to a close for the three of you. Can you believe it's almost over with? It probably seems like yesterday that you arrived on campus as a first year student athlete here. Yeah, I still feel like a freshman some days. <laughs> um, but you blink and here we are as seniors um, leading the team and in our last couple of meets. Um, and it's really bittersweet. Um, it's been like such an amazing experience over the last four years. Um, but it's also sad to see it go. Abby, is there something you'll miss most about Brown, whether it be your gymnastics experience or maybe outside of athletics? Hmm. There's so many things that I miss, but I think just coming into the gym every day and like having that separation from school and being able to do something I love with other people around me who also enjoy that is just a very unique experience that I, I'm not going to have again, I guess, but very grateful to be a part of. Jazz, what will you miss the most? I think it goes back to the people and just um, being able to spend these four hours a day in the gym with my best friends, come home, um, live with my friends, and just be constantly surrounded by this energy and this love, and I don't think there's another environment like it. So. Lauren, I'm sure you all have friends outside of the team, but this is really your family, isn't it, right? This has been your family for the past four years. Yeah, yeah. Is that the toughest part, knowing that you're all going to be going your separate ways? I know you'll keep in touch, but is that maybe the toughest part to, to yeah. think about? Yeah, and I've thought about this a lot. We're, we're really lucky to be able to just wake up and see our best friends. You know, they live a two-minute walk away or, in some cases, right next door. Um, so we are really lucky to have that, but uh, my class is really close. Um, and so we are definitely going to stay in touch and plan trips to see each other and make sure we're always talking and always updating each other. All right, so I have to ask this question to any one of the three of you. As someone who has dealt with our social media here in Brown Athletics in general, gymnastic social media Instagram is like off the hook when it comes to like <laughs> following, 
you know, likes and all that stuff. Why? You guys are really popular. Um, I've been running the Instagram for the past couple years, and it's you've just been running it. Yes. Well, kudos to you. <laughs> Thank you. I've definitely passed over the torch to Tim <laughs> now, but um, it's been a lot of fun to just be get into that creative headspace, and I think a lot of effort went into um, curating the feed so that it looked very cohesive, and I think people just like to see the energy and um, like to see the behind the scenes of what goes on on a day-to-day -day basis in the gym, which you might not be able to see on um, maybe our broadcast or anything like that. So, Brittany, do you get involved at all in the social media end of things or not? That's not my ministry. <laughs> um, no. <laughs> I, I, you know, I help where I need to, but Jazz has done a great job um, yeah. of just giving everyone what it's like to be a brown bear um that kind of experience and then you know tim has been very helpful with the rebranding and the, the new vision of brown athletics um it's been a team effort for sure so what's it been like for you your first year on the recruiting trail yeah it's been good um yeah. so what do you have how, how many student athletes do you have coming in for next year we have five five coming in yes five okay. coming in um and you know it's you always want to recruit better than what you have, and I feel like we have a strong um, 2023 class coming in, so it'll be really exciting. Um, it's definitely different recruiting in the Ivy League because it's just academically, um, you know, more driven on top of athletics. So, but it's been really good. It's been a, a, a great time. You know, we're we actually had all five 2023s come out to the Ivy Classic, and then. Um, some 2024s got to come out as well so it was, it was cool to see for them to see us you know winning that that title um at home so it's great rec recruiting tool as well so when you're selling brown university and brown university gymnastics how do you kind of i guess weigh the things that you're selling the, the program the people within the program the university getting a, deg a degree from an ivy league school like brown the open curriculum like how do you yeah, it's it's kind of all of those things. I just feel like Brown is and and just being in the Providence area is very unique. Um, I personally love the open curriculum. I wish all schools had that option, um, especially me. They didn't have that at Oregon State. They did not. No. And, <laughs> and I had to learn about a parabola, which I still don't know why I needed that, but that was there. Um, yeah, somebody put on fa on Facebook. I saw this the other day. Something about I'm so glad we learned about parallelograms in high school yeah, it's because like it's really that. gonna <laughs> instead of like learning how to do our taxes because it'll really help me during parallelogram season. <laughs> <laughs> I say that all the time. I'm like, I don't know why I needed to know this, but yeah, everyone has to do taxes. Um, but you know, one of the things that drew me to Brown was I could tell everyone here loved what they're doing, where they're doing it, and who they're doing it with. And the whole university itself feels like one big family, especially in the athletic community. Um, but just, you know, just the history of Brown, you know, my, my vision for it, and I don't want us to only just be, you know, academically successful, but we are able to balance academics and athletics. Um, and I'm very understanding of their schedules, and if they have, uh, if they have a test coming up that they need to study for, they can either come in and get their assignment done, or I just... You know, if you need to take a, a mental health day is what we call it, so you can study, um, take that time for yourself. But, you know, it's it's one of the most special places in the Northeast that, that you know, you would, you, everyone wants to be a part of. I'm sure. sure all three of you had multiple choices coming out of high school and where to attend college. And I want to know why you picked Brown. Like, Abby, I've, I've talked to so many student athletes, and 
a large majority of them always say the people, and many of them talk about their visit, like meeting the girls that were on the team. Uh, that's what put it over the top. But I'm just curious, what were your choices coming out of high school, and why did you choose Brown? Why was it the right pick for you? Yeah, I mean, like a lot of other people on our team, we had been looking at other Ivy schools. Um, William & Mary, who's in our conference, um, I had gone to visit Rutgers. But I think with Brown, it, it really is the people. And I, I do remember my first visit and just being in the gym, and I could tell that the girls had a closeness with each other that I, I didn't recognize in any of the other visits that I had had. That's interesting. Lauren, how about you? Yeah, I mean, not to be redundant, but it is just the people for me, and not only on the team, but also just in the university as a whole. I feel really supported here, and I feel like everybody everybody wants to help me succeed, um, and it's not a super cutthroat environment, and everyone is just very down-to-earth and happy. Abby, can you remember what it was like four years ago going through the process of deciding which school to attend? Um, yeah, I think just to echo both of Lou and Abby's statements previously, I came on my visit and I was talking to some of the seniors on the team and I was just like, wow, like these girls are so cool. I, I can really see myself in their position in a few years. Um, and it's pretty crazy to think that here we are like <laughs> as the seniors now, but definitely just came to the campus and just felt, it like felt right. So when you hear that, like how important it is, is it for you to get recruits on campus so they can meet them so they can have that same type of experience oh, that's to put it over the top for them incredibly you know um helpful i mean that that way the recruit can see like who they would be essentially living with in the gym every day um who your possible roommates could be um and they can see for themselves firsthand kind of the environment and and the, the culture that we have and if they see themselves truly a part of that um that's always the goal but you know it's just once you get on campus I feel like you can't help but fall in love with it it's just it's just it, Brown is just a very special and unique uh university and you know once you get out here you always want to come to Brown sure Lauren you the three of you were picked as captains that responsibility what does that mean to you are you a vocal leader or are you a lead by example person like what did it mean when you were named captain yeah, I definitely am a vocal leader. I love to pump the team up, I'm always giving pep talks in the circle before the meets, um, as well as right before people are about to get up on their event. I love to be that, you know, that person that they can kind of just confide in um, to calm them, calm them, calm their energy. Um, and so I love that. I love the role. Um, I love being able to, you know, lead the team. Abby, what does being captain mean to you? I really do think it's about leading by example. I'm not as vocal as Lou, but um, I try my best to set an example for everyone and just work hard inside and out of the gym. Jazz, do the players vote on captain or do the coach? does the coach pick the captains? It's a mix of both. The coaches get everyone's input from the team and then ultimately make the final choice. Okay, so like, what does it mean to know that your teammates obviously thought highly enough of you um, to name you one of the captains? Yeah, it's definitely an honor, and I agree with Abby. I am really big into leading by example, and in my position as captain, I really make an effort to try to um, help everyone on the team become leaders and have that agency to um, advocate for their needs um, in and out of the gym. So 
I am super grateful to be working with these other two phenomenal leaders as well. Well, congratulations on three great careers, but, you know, more importantly, persevering through the tough times because, again, your class had the unique experience of having to go through COVID. That, that wasn't an easy thing. Missing an entire season, tough to do, but you've represented the program and, and Brown University Athletics and the university with so much class, and thank you for all that you've done, and good luck for the rest of the way. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for thanks. having us. Brittany, good luck the rest of the way. Good luck this weekend at Maryland. Thank and you. Uh, we'll talk to you again real soon. Sounds good. Thank you. All right, that's Brittany Harris, the head coach of our women's gymnastics program, joined by Abby Contello, Lauren Lazaro, and Jasmine Lee, the tri-captains for this year's team. On this week's Brown Bears podcast, thank you for joining us. We'll be back next Friday. Have a great week, everybody. You've been listening to the Brown Bears podcast on the Brown Bears Sports Network. For more information on Brown University athletics, visit brownbears.com.